The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. When was the last time that you heard in the drive-thru at the fast food place, would you like to make that a meal? You see, I don't remember the last time I heard that question, would you like that to make, would you like to make that a meal? Because if you happen to frequent those places, I think by now in today's world, it's believed that you're there for the full meal deal. And the question has become, would you like to supersize that? And why in the world we need supersized fast food meals, I don't understand. But today is the full meal deal. Following worship, we have a super 60s Sunday lunch. You can see some of our people already previewing super 60s Sunday attire. Um, I'm in my regular, except I forgot my little white tab. (laughs) Who knew? I'd forget that. The full meal deal in, in our world as followers of Jesus Christ, I have to warn you, like I did last Sunday, this will change our lives. Last Sunday, we, we talked about contemplative prayer and, and the greater level of accessibility in, in active contemplation, keeping the busy part of our minds busy so that the quiet part of our souls could commune with God. Do you remember that song we sang? Eat this bread, drink this cup, come to me and never be hungry, eat this bread, drink this cup, Trust in me and you will not thirst. Let's sing about that very precept by singing the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God's provision for our lives is whole and complete. And as we talk about the bread of life, and learn from John chapter 6, Jesus is saying that he is, in fact, the bread of life. And as we delve deeper into the means of grace, we come to the means of grace called fasting. I know it's not a popular topic because it means self-denial and sacrifice, but if we listen to John 6 in the reading we hear today, we hear these words, I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread which, the bread also which I give for the life of the world is my flesh. Christ is, is giving us a sign that we're seeking to know that this life we're living is a call to self-denial and sacrifice for the sake of others. So as we give ourselves for others, we 
hear and see and know that God is glorified. So, so this week, to prepare for today, not to brag, but to prepare for today, Monday through Wednesday, I fasted for breakfast. And um, Thursday, I fasted and prayed for lunch. And fasting is not my favorite means of grace. You can look at me and tell. I like to eat. But, but when we talk about fasting, we have to understand what fasting is and what fasting is not. Fasting is more than skipping a meal. It's more than simply, I'm not going to eat that meal, I'm going to do something else. Fasting is not a means of diet and weight loss. What happens to our bodies medically and physically when we fast for too long is that our bodies go into a conservation mode, and so they start lowering, we, we lower our metabolism, and, and we stop actually losing weight. And, and do everything we can with what little nutrients we're, we're, we're gaining to gain weight and to keep it on. So fasting is not a means of dieting or weight loss. And one of the aspects of fasting is that we're not to make up what we skipped. <laughs> I had a little laughter from the choir section, and I have to confess that that's where I struggle a lot of times in fasting and praying. One, one time with students, um, I was invited to go on a 30-hour famine where, where from noon Friday to the evening meal on Saturday, we fasted and prayed. And, and they brought Antoine's pasta in for supper. <laughs> and at supper, and then when I got home from the event, I'm certain that I consumed as many calories as I skipped from noon Friday to 6 Saturday. And that's not a faithful or a fruitful fast. So it's better to divide fasts up into smaller portions. The, the, the other thing is, is, is that sometimes there are medical reasons that one should not fast. And if you live with those, then don't fast from food. But you might fast from television, a particular favorite television show. And, and, and here's the thing about not making up the calories that we skipped in a meal, it means not recording on your DVR that show that you skipped and then not binge watching it on Netflix or Hulu or any of those other places that you, I mean, if you're gonna fast from a TV show, let that episode go. Fasting sometimes is simply not having snacks between the normal meal times in our day. So that as we finish our evening meal, we keep fast and vigil through the night, and in the morning, what do we have? Breakfast. Break yeah, somebody said it. Somebody said it, right? We break fast with the first meal of the day. And in many monastic traditions, Traditions, the first meal that they celebrate is the family meal at the family table before they go eat breakfast. The other thing about fasting and praying 
is that fasting is always accompanied by praying. We should not just skip a meal to, because it's more convenient to, to keep on with the regular busyness of our day. When we fast, we should take time to pray. They go hand in hand. And fasting is actually preparing for the feast. Now, that, that's not like skipping breakfast on Thanksgiving Day. So there's room for more goodies at that table. It's preparing particularly for the Eucharistic feast. It's preparing for the unending feast of God's presence in heaven. And that's the design of fasting. Christ again says, come to me. Come to me, all who are hungry. Come to me, all who are thirsty. Come to me. And we might ask the relevant place of fasting is in, in, in our faith practice today, but, but Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, when you fast, not if, when, when you fast, wash your face, anoint your head, put on your Sunday best, look as good as you possibly can, don't go around all hungry, sad-faced, expecting people to say, are you fasting today? And then when Jesus fasted, as he prepared for his ministry, at the end of that fast, he was tempted by, by the tempter to turn stones into bread. And what he said there was quoting scripture, we do not live by bread alone. And the rest of that is, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And the way I hear that this morning is that we are more than we eat. We are more than we consume as a people. We are who God creates in us even when we are dependent upon God's presence for our sustenance. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, asked all of his preachers, and to this day, we are all asked question number 16, Will you recommend fasting or abstinence both by precept and example? You see, what happens when we fast is that our clarity becomes even more clearer and we can see the path before us to follow Christ and to be in ministry with all the world. When we, when we fast as a regular part of our rhythm, our rhythm becomes truer. And when we fast, we rest alone in God's presence for all that we need beyond what we can procure for ourselves. We acknowledge our dependence as creatures upon the Creator. Now you might say, you know, whenever I fast, all I can think about is food, Pastor John. And yeah, that's about right. And when, when I try to quiet myself to pray, all I can think about is my to-do list. Yeah, that's about right. Embrace those thoughts 
and move past them and move through them. Stephanie Evelyn McKellar wrote this this past week in the Missional Wisdom Foundation. If you stop every time you make a mistake, you'll only practice stopping. And God's call upon our lives in the midst of mistakes, in the midst of false starts, is to keep practicing our faith. And the full meal deal for our faith includes praying, searching of Scripture, keeping the feast, conversing with one another, and keeping fast and vigil with Christ. Shall we pray? You alone sustain us, O God, through the practices that you have taught us and the practices that we keep. So fill us this day with your very presence that we might know the joy that is eternal life here and now. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.